welcome back to your girl guide i'm nicola and i'm kat so earlier on in the week we put a poll in our instagram story asking you guys what you'd like to hear from us this week we put dating and body image Mm -hmm. we thought it was going to be dating in the beginning there are a lot more votes for that it was pretty Um, close yeah but in the end we had a few more voters in the last couple hours vote for body image so that's what we're doing this week um, we kind of thought it'd be a good addition to last week's episode and yeah. kind of like a part two. Mm-hmm. If you haven't listened to that, all you did, it was about self-growth, learning to love yourself mentally, um, figuring out that journey. But this week we're going to stem off the outsides, mm-hmm. if that kind of makes sense. Your body on the outside, learning to accept it for what it is and the natural beauty that you're given. Yeah, and I also think, like, because this is such a controversial topic, Nicola and I want to make it clear from the get-go um, and add a disclaimer that we're not experts. We're, you know, we're basically highlighting our own understanding of body image and experiences, what we've encountered personally. Mm-hmm. You know, a few, you know, scientific and proven facts, but what it comes down to is our own understanding and our own knowledge what we've of it all um, and hopefully we can help implement some tips and tricks for your own journey with yeah. body image so those of you who don't know body image is basically someone's perception towards how they feel about their body on the outside both mentally physically and emotionally mm-hmm. um, it's how you feel about your own appearance um, and how you judge your also self-worth yeah Judging yourself on the outside, yes, for sure. But also, what does that mean for your self-worth? How yeah. do you scale that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And I think this topic, especially for us personally um, in Australia, with us being in lockdown and through mm. this pandemic, this is a topic that I think everyone can really relate to. Yeah, uh, I'm, I don't doubt for a second that one person has not allowed the thought of weight cross their mind at all. We're forever sitting and if we're working we're sitting the majority of the time we're eating um, we're cooking all the, the amount of cooking that nicola and i have done which has been great we've mm. been able to you know i guess extend our expert level with recipes and whatnot but all we do is eat yeah you know and there's no gyms there's no exercise if you do it's only for an hour two hours a day yeah which isn't enough it's um, not enough yeah so we thought it'd be a good idea to speak about this um, during this time as well because I feel like a lot of people are struggling with it. Me, myself. Yep. I never used to struggle with my body image, but, you know, jumping on that scale, seeing those numbers go up, it can be – it can set you back. Yeah, of course. Naturally. Mentally, yeah. But we wanted to kind of embrace the fact that it's it's happening with everyone Yeah, it's right normal. now. Like, and even, even like, not through this pandemic, I, I think – you know, society tends to, and social media tend to paint a picture of this is how we're supposed to look during these seasons. Like, even you think about it, everyone has, you know, in quotation marks, workouts for a summer bod, you mm. know, tips and tricks yeah. on like healthy eating. And it's, I think we need to, you know, Nicola and I really want to be able to break the chain with this topic and just allow, allow it to come to some sort of normality where we feel okay with talking about it and accepting that it's normal and there's so much more taken into account about your weight than just what you eat and how you exercise yeah your mental state affects it as well of course yeah yeah so with that being said we've got our own experiences lined up nicola do you want to go first uh yeah sure so as i said earlier um i never used to struggle with my body image Mm -hmm. i was kind of fine all along high school my teenage years 
um, Catherine and I did dancing for a bit. A we lo- did? Not a bit, a long time. Long time. Um, and I never used to really compare myself to that. Mm-hmm. I felt... I never really thought about it, to be honest. I can't even explain it because I never thought about it. But it's only come about the most recent few years where I've not questioned, but you start to compare. You know, you follow those people on Instagram and you know they've had work done. But society kind of sets out standards. For example, I was talking to my friends the other week about this. Um, I've always felt, you know, quite content with, how I look I didn't have an issue with it but especially revolving around lips I feel like that is something that a lot of girls get done these days and I always had I was pretty happy with my lips I never you know doubted the size of them or wanted to go bigger or anything like that but as time went on and more and more girls got filler it kind of became the norm right and not that I'd want to ever get filler but it's it's what you look at now Mm mm-hmm I never used to look at my lips and be like, they're so small. But because everyone's lips are so big now, Mm -hmm. yours are small. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't know whether it's part of growing up and, you know, obviously girls aren't going to get fillers at 15, 16. Mm -hmm. um, Legally, that is. (laughs) But yeah, that's kind of an example. I never used to really question it. I mean, it's not a big insecurity of mine. I don't look at myself and be like, I can't look at myself. Right. Yeah. But it's you know, not something that I question, but it's something that I look at different at. I don't right. look at it the way that I used to because of those standards. And yeah. as annoying as it is, social media does set those standards. You see people getting fillers. And and I want to point out having insecurity is one thing, mm-hmm. but, you know, looking at yourself and saying, oh, I'm disgusting, I can't, I can't look at myself. That's another thing. You can fix your insecurities. You can learn to deal with them. If that's your, you know, your hip, you have hip dips and you want to get them filled, by all means, go get that. We're not, you know, condoning cosmetic surgery here, but we're condoning to do whatever makes you feel better yeah. in a way. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was kind of mine. I didn't really, it's not really something that I thought of. Mm-hmm. And I really had to dig deep today and just think about, you know, it just doesn't cross my mind every day. Yeah. And like, look, I, and just adding on to what you were saying, Nicola, I think, you know, women or even just in general, like men as well, like if you were genuinely speaking, you want to make the changes for yourself. You want to modify yourself in some way and how you look. It's, I agree. It's completely okay. But you, the intention needs to be for yourself. Self, yeah. It needs to be for you not to get somebody else's attention or satisfy somebody else's needs and wants it needs to be from you yeah and not everyone i think it's really important to state not everyone loves themselves what do you mean like Like, no one everyone has an insecurity right whether it's the size of your bum whether it's your lips your teeth the you know you have broad shoulders not everyone Mm -hmm. is happy with themselves and they pick and you know i could I could be like, I don't like this about me. My friend could be like, are you serious? Yeah. I've never noticed that on you. But everyone looks at themselves differently to how everyone else is. And I think that's how everyone else does. And I think that's so important to know. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. 100%. I definitely agree. But that that's what I mean is I think society just paints a picture of, you know, what they expect us to look like. It, that's just how it is, unfortunately. Mm. But 
yeah, we need, we need to be able to, you know, take step, control of ourselves. Yeah, step forward and say, well, no, this is me. Mm. And I'm really happy with that. Yeah. That's it. So you, what were yours? Me. Yeah, my version, my little story experience. For me, I'd probably say, I mean, from what I can remember, um, in high school, I noticed an enormous amount of change in my body. Um, I'll obviously be appropriate here, but I knew that I was one of the girls in my year that um, started getting uh, big chested and that's when I noticed a massive honestly I that's when mm. I noticed a really big change and and the way I noticed it was in our school uniform our junior uniform we had three buttons and the middle button was like slightly s- like separating a little bit so I could tell that there was a gap and I'm thinking there's no way this, I mean this is exciting because I know that uh, you know I knew that I would feel really comfortable and happy with my body but what it came down to was I was growing a lot quicker than I thought um so I didn't really have too much time to process what my body was doing. And then that leads me into, you know, doing dancing, like Nicola said, for 18 years, where there's that comparison and that stereotypic look that a dancer, you know, is broad-shouldered but thin and skinny, but also mm-hmm. is a completely muscly and you see abs and everything. And I, without a word of a lie, I definitely wanted that body. I remember looking at You know, when Instagram first started, I remember following a dancer from a dance academy and looking at her body and thinking, I think I know who you're talking about. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So I remember looking at her body and saying, oh, I want that. But the truth of the matter is you can get close to that. But how far are you willing to give? How far are you willing to go to get to that stage to look like somebody else when reality is you need to learn to accept your body for how it looks. Mm -hmm. Your body looks the way that it looks because it suits you exactly right and that's one thing that I I had to learn about so yeah I went through a stage where you know when dancing concerts came and we had to pick our costumes and there were measurements and all that I thought oh my god that person's a size six but I'm a 10 but then I wasn't taking into account at that time how naturally broad-shouldered I am and how I do have a natural like you know big bust and I and I have curves and I'm thankful for that because we look at it now, society tends to pay, like people pay to get that yeah. and have a small waist. And Nicolette educated me to use, she told me about what a waist trainer is and how that's used. I mean, I know what it is. I just don't know what it was called, um, <laughs> if I'm completely honest. But thankfully for me, you know, the body that society is currently painting now, I, I have that figure and I'm really grateful for that. I think that's one thing we can, about, we can thank the Kardashians for yeah <laughs> was the like they before that you know a flat chest and bones skinny bones were in and now it's curves and a big butt and all that like the, like the it's a voluptuous look, look I would yeah. call it yeah I feel like that started coming in when they become started becoming big right and well known yeah um but yeah and we also wanted to state that you are the way you are because of your genetics. Oh, that plays a massive part. Definitely, um, yeah, for sure. And I feel like it's so important. Like like anything, you got your brown eyes from your dad. Or with, we wish we got our blue eyes from our mum. Yeah, mum has blue eyes. Hi, mum. <laughs> shout out to you, Lucky. Jeez. Um, yeah, you have those brown eyes for a reason. Because these genes have been passed down to you. It's your genetic makeup. It's how how you look like anything mm-hmm. that's passed down to you that's going to be within you you may not be able to you know have a smaller waist and 
bigger hips because your bone structure isn't like that. Right. You may be able to work it off or, you know, exercise it. Or tone it. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. that's your bone structure. Unless you physically shave your bone, Yeah, that's, that's what it is. So you can't always compare yourself to an hourglass body if you have what's the other one a column a bo- it's like a board a board I don't know. Like, like a, a wider kind board? of what no, are you trying to say i don't know okay. a a straighter kind of silhouette you can't compare yourself in that way and i feel like it's so important to consider your genetics and where you came from and embrace it no you know yeah. say these are my mom's hips these are my dad she gave it to me my yeah, mama gave it to and me. Catherine yeah. are different. We, our body types are so different. We came from the same parents. Oh yeah, but we're so different. Catherine's more curvy. Yeah, genetic. Our but our genetic makeup are on two opposite sides of the spectrum. Yeah, Catherine took over dad's genetic side, side of, yeah. and I took mum's mum more of mum's characteristics and um, how she looks. If you compare a photo of us at the same age, it's crazy. So That's I true. think it's so important to consider that and. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I think, you know, what it really comes down to is I, I think a lot of people try to change the way they look because they don't physically feel comfortable with how they are. Yeah. Right? But with that being said, I think what needs to be highlighted is your genetic makeup plays such a huge part. So does your hormones. Your body changes, I believe, I'm trying to figure out how many years, but I know that your your metabolism does, you know, it changes whether it increases, it decreases. I know that my metabolism used to be a lot faster, a lot quicker. Mm. It's slowed down. And I don't know whether that's because I've been less active, which makes sense because... Plays a role, yeah. You know, that everything plays a role. It's not just, you know, oh, how it, how you look. It's, it's everything. And I think a lot of people need to realize that and educate themselves a little bit more. Because it's not just what you eat and, and how much exercise you do. There's so much more that comes into play. Yeah, especially um, those crash diets, the, like the shakes and mm-hmm. um, all that. I'm sure you guys have heard it. They're called crash diets because you lose the weight so fast, but you can gain it even faster and double back. Right. You can lose 10 kilos and you will you will finish that diet. You'll go back to normal eating and you'll gain it back 20. Mm-hmm. That's just how they work, and we and whether you those stuff works for you, we're not you know telling you guys to do this or that, but it you need to figure out what works best for yourself. Even if that's you know counting your calories, if that makes you feel like you have some sort of control, mm-hmm. you you guys can do that. If it's you know exercising until your body can't take it, and, and that's so important. You need to listen to your bodies. Your right. brain has so much power over how you feel mm-hmm. and that's with anything, but you need to listen to your bodies when it, when you want something. Right. If you're craving that donut, I've been eating a lot of donuts. That's fine. I love how you picked a donut. <laughs> I just ate one. Um, <laughs> Was if it you're good? Cra- Did you like it? Yes. If you're craving a donut, um, go have it. Yeah. Don't. Restrict yourself. Your body is craving this stuff for a reason. And I actually read something online the other day where – There's a certain amount of calories you need to eat in a day that is just for keeping your body moving. Right. Like the energy levels? That's it. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Right. Just to keep your heart pumping, your blood flowing, your brain, um, you know, on. Mm -hmm. There's a certain amount. I don't know. It obviously differs for each person and how much you weigh, but 
don't restrict yourself from foods because you need to keep your body functioning properly and you'll see if you start restricting yourself your body's gonna feel like what are you doing this is not right yeah i'm not used to this you need to feed me more yeah but yeah it's so important to listen to your body and what it needs and you know if you're craving that sweet that you want to have after dinner have it yeah exactly right like nobody cares really as long as you feel okay with with doing it i think having everything in moderation and i I do i personally do believe that like having a balance like yes okay you can have you know in quotation marks healthy eating and healthy you know food habits and all that and that lifestyle but you want the ice cream habit. You want to go out with your friends and have a crepe with tons of chocolates and bananas and whatever else on top. A Sunday habit. Like that's there's a reason why these things are out. We're allowed to eat them, but in moderation, of course, you know. Yeah. Just so just taking care of yourself and don't restrict yourself just because you think you have to eat this way. Mm. You know? And I think um wearing clothes that make you feel good. Oh yeah. And embrace your body Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. obviously some clothes are more flattering on different body types than others but yeah yeah yeah. learning to dress the best yeah accentuate what you have exactly right like i even like for personal examples like for me i know that you know with curves you can't wear low rise jeans let's be real um (laughs) you gotta wear for example high high waisted jeans and you gotta wear what what flatters you and i even say this to nicola how long I've been wanting a pair of mum jeans. How many times have I said that to you? And boyfriend jeans. And boyfriend jeans. But here's the trick, ladies. Unless you guys have any... Seriously, if you guys have any great places that you can get mum jeans from, please just flick us a message. Because I seriously, I want a pair. But the thing is, Nicola knows this. I've looked everywhere for them and I've wanted them for so long. And no matter how many pairs of jeans, like mum jeans I try on, they never fit. Because where do they hug so tightly? It's around the waist and the hips. So yes, I have a small waist, but I got hips. So it, it, it and it's it, hard to highlight that area. It's frustrating. I know for myself, I'm really tiny. I'm only five foot and everything I buy is like huge. <laughs> I still fit into kids' shoes. Yeah, you're very petite. I th- could probably fit into kids tights or oh trackies. my god you actually think? i think i had a, an adidas pair of trackies that were kids did ones. you really i think i got rid of them last year i was oh like okay god. it's had its time <laughs> um no but it can be frustrating shopping and yeah uh, feeling empowered you know shopping should be fun and if it, a experience that you know you feel no i don't want to say beautiful but you feel empowered yeah, I know what you mean. Like, you want to feel good. It can be frustrating when, you know, you walk into the dressing room, you try it on, you think, you know, it looks like this on the model and it looks it looks like a completely different pair of jeans on me. You're just like, how how is this the same pair? But you've got to find what suits you. Yeah. I mean, but you you also look at the body of a yeah, mannequin. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Right? Exactly. It's not going to look the same on you naturally because you're comparing your own body type to, um, you know, a... A mannequin that's what, like five foot nine plus, you know what I mean? Like height. Yeah, exactly right. So, and I think that's a, I think we see more, you know, um, clothing brands mm -hmm. embracing plus sizes. I agree. And, and And I love that. I like that too. I mean, it's not for me, but I think 
having that inclusivity is so important yeah um for everyone because i can't imagine how frustrating it would be um you know i'm kind of on the opposite end where everything's too big Mm -hmm. because i'm so small Mm -hmm. um and it it would be just as frustrating i can't imagine so i just love i think that's really important to mention and i see more and more brands coming out with that kind of stuff and having a plus size range having a petite range even um yeah i know a few online brands are doing that as well i've had a look and it's the inclusivity at the end of the day Mm -hmm. oh absolutely i agree you know there there was definitely a time where nicola and i were sharing clothes do you remember that but it was so brief like i was i could fit into her tops not anymore not (laughs) i wish i could emphasis on i used to (laughs) at least shoes it'd be so good if you could share shoes that would be really good actually you've got some great shoes i have to applaud you honestly um but yeah like uh, there were yeah there was a time where i fit into nicola's clothes and, and it was like oh my god am i wearing a size eight now let it be known now I lost a lot of weight during that time. I'm not really sure how it happened. Um, but now I'm a size 10, you know, and, and that's okay. And, and maybe even more so. Honestly, I'll be honest, I haven't weighed myself. So I don't even know, you know, how much I weigh right now. I can assure you. The scales are dangerous. It is a dangerous thing. It I have gone dangerous. on, I've jumped on it in this lockdown and it's just, you don't need to do it. You don't need to do it. I mean, look, you can, but expect, I mean, during this lockdown, expect. It's just not a need. Like, if you yeah. want to do it, jump on it. But it's just a number. That's literally it. It is just a number. I know. I, I agree with you. But to me, that to me personally, that number means more than just a number. You but know what I mean? I read that it takes into account your water weight. Yes. If you've gone to the bathroom. Okay to do a number two okay <laughs> because apparently they're okay tmi never mind okay they can it actually counts as a lot of weight yeah so the right time to weigh yourself is as soon as you've woken up I didn't and know emptied your bladder really so after you've gone to the bathroom weigh yourself that's your true body weight oh that's my just God. food you're weighing your food consumption i'm gonna do that tomorrow morning Okay, you do Thank that. Thank you. Honestly, I'm really I'm gonna do that tomorrow morning. I didn't it makes think sense that. though. Like you're literally just weighing your dinner, True. breakfast, lunch. That's a, that's actually a really good point. I know. See, I never thought about Nicola. So smart. Um, but yeah, we just wanted to tell you guys that you know having that kind of embracement is that a word? I'm Nicola. I don't know. I, Embrace. I, I, I think you know what you're saying, like having that mindset and learning to embrace yeah. the body that you have um, is really, really important, you know. And I think, you know, as what Nicola was saying, find things that make you feel good. Like genuinely, if it's the type of clothes that you wear, go shopping, mm. you know, have a target day for that. You know, once we eventually ourselves can go back to physical activity, I can bet you right now i'm definitely going back to the gym i i feel yeah. fantastic i'm so motivated to go absolutely are you, are you shaking your head because you're really not motivated no to i go? am so oh, you are. <laughs> i thought you were doing like one of those things where you're doing the opposite emotion my gym partner and i are so excited yeah no i'm really really excited because like you think about it you know exercise releases endorphins and endorphins I'm quoting Legally Blonde now, but it's true. Endorphins make you happy. That's and you feel what it is. Yeah, and it's what you feel good. You feel good about it. So I think it's um, you know, once we become a little bit more active and we get back into a routine because I think majority of us are it's like groundhog day every day. We're waking up, 
we're sleeping in, we're eating, and then we're eating again. And we then just we're wait for the next meal, walk to again. the fridge. Oh, it's How the same times? routine, you know? I know. So I think, um, you know, once we're able to get back out there and, you know, become a little bit more active and less, and instead of having, you know, two hours of restriction mm. for, um, for physical activity, look, I get that they're the rules now. Yeah. But, you know, we want to do more than that. We want to feel really good about ourselves. So, again, find, you know, or even if it's like Pilates, like another form of physical activity, something that makes you feel good inside. I think it's it's important. Yeah, and even though our main point in this episode was embracing who you are um, and learning to love yourself for that and the body that, you know, you were born with, if you are taking those changes and you are, you know, wanting to lose or gain a few kilos um it's important to record the small changes and Mm. the positive changes that you're taking whether that be you went out and exercised today or um you didn't binge eat i know that's something that i do a lot do you really yeah i just go especially at night do you yes nicola no after dinner i crave something sweet and then okay. after my sweet, I have I need something salty again, and I need sweet and salty, and then I'm okay. I go but back like, like four times. Do you not okay. do that like throughout the day though, or is it just night for you? Mostly night. I don't eat that much. I eat. It's me I eat at, during yeah. the day, but at night I just get bored, so I just I eat s- even I more. I snack a lot. Like I find yeah, it's like yeah. If I wake up, I agree with you at night time. Like I I do want to crave something sweet, but during the day I don't crave that many sweets, but I want to snack all the time. And I think it's just something to keep me busy. It is, but it because because you know what it's, know. it's boredom. Like if we're eating, our mind thinks that we're actually doing something. Something I know, but we're just overeating. So I know. you know. And in saying that, it's important to keep the negative thoughts away. As hard as it may be, when you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, "Why do I have this?" or "Why can't these be smaller or bigger?" It's important to keep those negative thoughts when you do think of them and it's natural to obviously mm-hmm. you're gonna judge anything it's human um just try and push them at the back of your head or try and reflect something positive look at yourself for something that you love yeah you know choose that thing that you don't like and then say to yourself but i love this about me yeah a hundred percent i think like like you said before nicola having the I guess having a way of comparison, it's normal and it's yeah. natural. I don't think, like, I personally don't think it should be a bad thing. I'll be honest, my friends and I, how many times they've said to me, oh, you know, you've got curves. And I'm like, yeah, but you've got this. And we both, we can both appreciate what one another has. Exactly. Even though we want, you know, what one person has and we might not have it. And you I know think what I mean? also how you look at yourself is not how everyone sees you. Mm-hmm. You're obviously going to stare at yourself and pick every little thing that you don't like, but... People don't look at you in that way. I know I had a conversation with one of my friends um, earlier in the week and, you know, you might have an insecurity about yourself, but it's not even something that someone realizes. Right. You know, I could be like, for example, my lips are so small or I have, I don't know, a broad, I have broad shoulders and some someone can say I've never noticed that about you but because you're constantly looking and examining yourself and mm-hmm. that's as you know annoying as that can be mm-hmm. it's also so natural you're going to look at yourself and pick out lots of stuff but it's not how everyone perceives you and you have to also take that into account and think about 
okay, this is just something that I don't like, but maybe I'm being too picky. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. And, and I'm sure we're all guilty of that. Of course. We pick some stuff that doesn't even matter. Like, I have a mole on my left shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it there? Mole. It's a cute mole. But it yeah, I, like, I, I think that what it comes down to is just being comfortable, being okay in your skin and realising that if you walk down the street and you genuinely think people are staring at you and they're, they're pointing out your own insecurities, please know, like, and I'm saying this because I was told this and I realised it myself, everyone is worried about themselves. They're not even no thinking about No one cares about you. Like, mm. no one cares about what you look like. What matters is what you care about and how you think you look. And that's sad to say, but as a human, we are kind of more self-involved in ourselves and yeah. how we look than anyone else. Yeah, like, that's not to say that, you know... If my friends like to me, oh, what do you think I look in this dress? I'm going to say, mm, no, I don't care what you look like. I look better. It's I can appreciate what you look like. Mm. But what it comes down to is we subconsciously and selfishly think about ourselves. But we also worry, we also worry like a little too much about what everybody else is going to say and what they're going to think. And, oh, they're going to judge me for wearing shorts when, you know, my cellulite's showing. Mm. Cellulite is so and normal. And stretch marks. Oh, they're stretch so normal. Stretch marks are normal. fashion. They actually are. Yeah. And I never had stretch marks when I was growing up. And mm-hmm. lately I have had a few. Yeah, but I love them. And um, I said that to you the last week, didn't I? Yeah. I love I, that you can see yours. I love them. Honestly. There's just a few, a bit too many there, but that's okay. That's okay. We but all it's, have them. it's made, you know, they, you see models in bikinis and they haven't edited out those stretch marks. Yeah. And I feel like slowly, slowly, like we said before, they're introducing plus sizes. Society's going to get, be more inclusive yeah. to these features that is natural, especially on women. I hope, I hope so. I yeah. really do. Because that's where it's misleading, where we have articles and magazines telling us, you know, you need to look this size, but we want you to embrace your body. That is hypocritical. How do you expect Mm. women to read articles and and do, you know, partake in crash diets and write tips down for themselves, but then you want them to embrace how they feel? It it counteracts the whole thing. So I think I agree with you, Nicola, that I think, you know, once we, and I I hope it drops at some point because you compare, you know, women's bodies in the 1980s and then some, and then you compare to how far we've come. It's completely two different body types, but what it comes down to is learning to embrace what we have in our days mm-hmm. long term. Exactly. Keep it that way. And keep it that way. Yeah. This is the body that we have and we need to take care of it and look after it, you exactly. know? But, I mean, that's honestly just my view on the whole thing, to be completely honest. I, I love it and this is a really good topic and I'm glad that we were able to, to shed some light on it and we hope that you took something from it as well. Exactly. We also hope that, um, you know, as controversial this, as this topic is, and it's probably not easy to listen to for some people out there, um, you need to accept, as hard as it may be, everyone is beautiful in their own ways. So mm-hmm. cheesy. But, but everyone very true. is. Very every, true. Everyone is different for a reason. It would be boring if we all looked the same and, you know, have the same characteristics and all that kind of stuff. So... Um, we especially wanted to highlight on that. Yeah, definitely. I think it's important. And I think if anything, that's one, one really important 
key component to take away from this episode. Yes. So So without further ado, we are finishing up. Yes, we are finishing up. <laughs> um, but yeah, we hope that you guys enjoyed uh, you know, this week's episode and definitely get ready for next week. It's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, we'd love to get you involved. So definitely look out for the poll. It'll be there. We want to hear what you guys you know, want to hear from us. Yeah. And if you want to reach out to us in the meantime, you can do it on our Instagram. Shoot us a DM if you want to talk about anything like that um any suggestions stuff that you're going through everything remains anonymous Mm -hmm. always um and we'll see you guys in our next episode all right guys take care Bye. bye